So welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. We're kicking off there with uh, the sounds of Calc um, from a, a label that I've come across before called Orb Tapes in Pennsylvania. I mean, that's pretty chaotic, pretty strange, isn't it, Pete? How, where did you find this one? It's, it's absolutely mad. I just found the label. It, you know, it, I was thinking about this. If you, when you come across a band on, on Bandcamp, you know, and you know, a new find, that's the best thing, you know, in Bandcamp terms anyway, except for when you come across a new label because a great new label is going to reveal 10 great new bands. And, and I found Orb Tapes this week. And so it is. I've been digging into all their stuff. Never heard of them before from Pennsylvania. And it wasn't this that I found originally. It was, it was a tape called True Grind, which is really good. And everyone should listen. It turns out the label's putting out um, three tapes on the same day. I think one of the other ones is Harsh Noise. So there's a real mix of, of music styles. And and then there's Calc, who I've actually reviewed before. They put out a release on Sentient Ruin a few years ago, and I really liked it. And yeah, so it's like a real great find, you know, bits of things I knew, I, you know, opened my eyes to new things. And this band, you know, and I, I hadn't even realized Calc were putting anything new out. So I, mean, I, was, I was just reading the review I wrote, actually, a little while ago. I probably just kind of, I'll probably say the same things, you know, it's, I wrote it, so it's not plagiarism, I guess. But I mentioned bands like, plebeian grandstand and know their tongues and today's the day and like if you mush all that up what you're going to get is you know something that's grotesque and bitter and creeping and crawling and that's what it is and you know then and now what's really interesting about them is that they managed to you know they put all that in all that kind of elements of black metal and punk and these shards of industrial noise and and somehow you know it's still relatively speaking, structured and like completely engaging. So um, a real kind of fascinating band. Yeah, and it kind of, it remains listenable and mm. consumable because I think a lot of like harsh noise stuff can seem like a big slab of unpleasantness and it doesn't really sort of sit well. But I think they've kind of combined those elements with this kind of beating heart and I, I think it's really good just yeah just really dark and and twisted i think as well so it's uh, i mean if you sat through the nine minutes of that then you, you're definitely on board with us uh it's, it's an interesting one to open with this week definitely um so yeah it looks like they're doing a cassette like you say it looks like they're doing the um a bundle um with that so uh, this is actually a split with a band called maltheist uh, and uh, something called reverend claire and something called uh, yuck mouth is out on the same day so Really interesting stuff. So if you want to hear this, uh, you can go to orbtapes.bandcamp.com. Yeah, and that was a song called Consumed. So as ever, it's the Nine Hertz podcast. It's nine amazing tracks that we found by scouring the underground uh, submissions and Bandcamp this week. And um, I've been sort of laying off kind of playing this one because it's not out till sort of the end of September, but it's just been sitting in my uh, sort of to-play pile um, for a while. And I know you're a fan of this band, Pete. So um, A Call to Karate are putting out a split with a band called Maggot Heart. Now, Occult Karate, you know, ostensibly started off as a crust band, and they've kind of morphed into this brilliant, motoric, experimental kind of band, but have kept that heart, really, haven't they? And this split is, is quite interesting, because Maggot Heart are completely sort of synth-driven and almost pop music, really, and um, the shades of that in, in here. But I think they've managed to keep that kind of strange, blackened, crusty sound um, somehow <laughs> with this kind of pleasant pop heart going on as well, really. And yeah, um, yeah this is a really good example. Yeah, I was looking at you. I always kind of say like, we, we, you know, we 
uh, we were at a gig. We saw them. We'd never heard yeah. them before. Yeah. I was looking earlier. It's, uh, it was 2011, so 10 years ago we first wow. came across the Cold Karate. And, and they've been one of my favorite bands since. So, you know, from, from that moment, we both kind of looked at each other and went, Jesus, this is really good. As supporting uh, Kylie's here in Sheffield. Yeah. So, you know, they, they've really evolved in that time as well. You know, as, as you allude to, they had that kind of uh, crusty black metal sound early on. They kind of really went into this kind of 80s synth uh, goth post-punk thing, which was which was amazing. And it's like really kind of surprise. And, and they drew a lot of people in and actually kind of made a lot of people like really, really kind of freaked out by it. You know, it's just it such a left field turn. They've kind of pulled back slightly from that, to, you know, back towards that black metal punk sound, but not totally. You can still hear the synths within this. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like I think, you know, in the most, kind of basic levels like that dark throne when, when they're in the most kind of motorhead worshipping periods but that's that doesn't tell you everything about because they stand on their own and you know it's they're truly authentic the vocals bite that punk attitude is visible at every turn and, and most of all they're always producing these great tunes you know every t- every release has got these moments like this and long may it continue absolutely i mean stunning Absolutely stunning release, and um, yeah, I can't wait to hear the rest of it. Really, yeah, I, I think if if you've not heard this band before, then definitely go and check out. Uh, I think it's Raspberry Dawn from a few years ago. That was mm. like, yeah, just kind of blew our minds a little bit because we were used to that blackened sound, and it, they just kind of turned it on its head completely. I think we might have played a track from that back in the day. Uh, that was twenty sixteen now, so that's a while ago. Um, so yeah, the only track that they've kind of put out so far is called Wolf Second. I'm hoping that I'm saying that right. Uh, and you can get this at occultocrati.bandcamp.com.
So that was a call to karate. Uh, fantastic stuff from Norway there. So Pete, you found this um, incredible record, uh, like really unusual record for for this podcast. Really, it's, it's quite sort of soft sounding, but it's for a reason, isn't it? The um, the singer in this band is in a band called Greenleaf that we've uh, played and reviewed, I think, before. And um, yeah, this record's so unusual. It's it's kind of very synth heavy. It's kind of a concept album about the sun and kind of astronauts and. I know we play a lot to do with space. It seems to be a theme for this podcast for the past year or two. There's been so many bands singing about, you know, the stars and things. But yeah, this is incredibly delicate and almost kind of soft pop sounding in parts. Um, yeah. Really interesting. So how, how did you come across this and, and kind of what, what appeals about it to you? It's, I think we got it sent in, in review and I gave it a listen and, you know, just that this isn't for me, you know, in the background almost. And then I came across it again um, and noticed the Greenleaf connection. And I love Greenleaf. I, you know, I've listened to them for, for many, many years. They, they started off as a kind of super group. I don't know whether they, they were, see, they see themselves as that. Um, but, they were, you know, they featured members from, you know, 10, 12 different um, stoner rock bands from, from Sweden, from the noughties, you know, the great period of European stoner rock. And, yeah, so they featured the vocalist. And, that, you know, and that's a real asset it's got just an amazing voice and you can hear it here so i, I kind of listened again and all of a sudden it clicked and i've i've listened to it all week I, I just i cannot get enough of it it's you know the add into that like you say that story it's it's you know and you pick up snippets of the of the lyrics and the synth that's in there I've, you know it's it's quite kind of like you say it's quite restrained it's it's beautiful in its simplicity i'd say um and i find it quite mesmeric yeah, I mean, I had the whole record on it. It sounds like, yeah, like just so laid back and but so focused at the same time. And there's some other vocals that come in later on. I think kind of a female sort of vocal comes in. It's, it's just very um, elegant and kind of fits the concept. And I think the synths definitely sound science fiction. You know, that this concept runs through the whole record and it's got that zombie style, you know, um, the band uh, on Relapse. Um, who who just sort of consist of mm. drums and, and synths only? Yeah, it's that kind of that that filmic, that cinematic kind of sound to it. Um, and the, it's a very unusual record, and I think um, a lot of people will be surprised that it's it comes from such a a strange corner of um, you know rock and metal, um, really. So um, see what you think of this. Um, you can get it at sleepmoscow.bandcamp.com, and uh, we're going to play the song "Light Will Meet Us."
Okay, so that was the excellent Sleep Moscow. Um, really sort of chilled out stuff there. I think we're going to kind of maybe wake people up with this next one. So uh, a band called Uzo Bazooka, who I'd never come across before from Tel Aviv in Israel. And uh, yeah, this is incredibly complex and psychedelic stuff, bombastic in the um, in the extreme. Yeah, it kind of reminds me, like if, if wooden ships had a rocket under them, I think this is what they'd sound like. I think that's the best way I can put it, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had uh, what I like to see. We've been playing a lot of a lot of proggy psychedelic music recently. Um, we seem to be going, you know, pushing it extreme, you know, like real extreme music, and then this kind of you know bright, uh, wonderful, exciting music on the, on the other. So, uh, you know, if that's true, then I'm more than happy that we're doing that because, like, if nothing else, those, those contrasts, you know, the, the next song we're going to play is funeral doom. That contrast between these two is, is amazing. So, yeah, that I. I, you know, I, I saw this. I saw the artwork on it, and I thought, "This, this, this is brilliant." You kind of know what you're going to get. It's full of the kind of psych tropes, but it's a real, you know, it's a particularly impressive example of of kind of psychedelic um, cover art. Um, and then the music inside is is wonderful. You know, that kind of main guitar line is mesmeric, and it kind of loops you in as it should. And I just, you know, I look forward to hearing the whole album, which is on. I should say as well, it's on um, Stolen Body Records, which is a brilliant kind of uh, Bristol-based label. They do loads of. Uh, they did like Venom Sabathi and Yonose, and um, I think they host the Bristol Psych Fest. So yeah, this 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 is something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, um, they only had 50 copies of the vinyl for this so i think they've actually sold out but you can get the vinyl still via stolen body and yeah it, it kind of fits right in with that i can imagine this at liverpool psych fest or, or whatever um that's a real experience if anyone's never been to that before then it's uh, if they bring it back it's certainly um something to attend it's it's this wall to wall for the weekend and it's it's just a real trip you know it's amazing and like you say this is just amazing they've called it good old sweaty oriental fuzz party which is a perfect description. I don't think we can actually really add much to that. Um, so we're going to play a song called Monsters, uh, and you can get this at uzobazooka.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Thank you. 
So that was the excellent Uzo Bazooka. So yeah, go and, go and check them out. That album's going to be amazing. Um, next, we're gonna, we've just woken you up. We're going to put you back to sleep now with uh, a bit a bit of like a dirgy funeral doom effort from a band called Offer Stingen. Um, so Pete, I mean, how did you find this? This is just like incredibly layered and depressive stuff, isn't it, from Sweden? Um, yeah. It really kind of rings with this occult sound to me. Mm. I, I came across it by chance and I was really happy I did. You know, there's two, it's a split. Uh, the other band are called Obulus. I'd, I'd never heard of either. Um, and I just put it on, like I say, by chance. And I'm really glad I did because I fell for it immediately. Um, you can hear, you know, you hear really a lot. This is it's doom. It's funeral doom. It's true to the pace. It's got a grand air to it. Um, and, you know, the first, I don't know, 50 seconds, a minute, they remind me of uh, like wino bands, a bit like Spirit Caravan, say, mm. but slower. <laughs> and then and then it kind of breaks into this, you know, into, it locks into its groove and it's just heavy and slow. And and like I, I, I just challenge anyone not to be hooked into that. Um, it just, you know, it really does. It gives me chills. I, I, was, I was blown away uh, and just the whole thing i just i've listed it over and over which is a great sign so um you know it's just an obvious choice for me yeah i think it's got enough going on in there to keep you interested as well it's not just mm-hmm. here's a note stretched to infinity it's it's kind of it's got like histrionics going on it's it's got things bubbling under the surface and i think the fact that what i think we both kind of commented uh, earlier they've got an amazing uh, promo picture it's just this blurred bad picture <laughs> of three mm. of them just sort of stood by some chain link fences in a field. Um, I presume it's outside the practice room or something, but you know, when bands just like put up like a mysterious um, promo picture, you know, you're in for a treat really, especially uh, when, when it comes to the nine notes podcast and, and sort of the songs we play. Yeah. They'd, they'd let the music do the talking here. It's um, it's clear. So yeah, if you want to hear this, uh, you can go to offerstigan.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play the second song, which is called Veda Madan.
So uh, as we come out of the funeral doom of Office Stiggin, we're going to go to a label that we've played pretty much everything from so far, uh, Human Worth from London, who sort of um, put out some pretty formidable bands um, lately. And they, they tend to sort of uh, donate a lot of their proceeds to uh, charity. This uh, next one is uh, by a band called, we're going to say Crossed Out, but it could be Xed Out. Uh, Crossed Out were actually a band in the late 90s, I think, like a hardcore band. So, you know, I don't know if they're kind of making a conscious effort to sort of get away from that. But yeah, it's um, it's made up of members of bands like Silent Front and Working Men's Club, who I think we've definitely played Working Men's Club, but Silent Front yeah. have been going for probably a decade or more. Um, I remember playing with them in my old band. I mean, that's, that's getting on for 10 years ago now. So they're kind of one of those uh, London hardcore bands that's just always about and a fantastic you know, they're always brilliant. And uh, again, this is captured by Wayne Adams from Bear Bites Horse. Um, we're playing a lot of his stuff lately. And it's mastered by James Plotkin, um, who I think has um, mastered a few records we've played recently. He seems to uh, like he seems to go in waves. There seems to be nothing from him for ages. And then he produces or masters everything uh, in sight. So, yeah, you get that kind of hard edge uh, to it. The music itself, is, is to me, it's kind of like a cross between the mathy bits of say Dillinger Escape Plan or bands of, of that ilk but with like a real unpleasant you know UK hardcore edge to it and, and a bit of grindcore thrown in there uh, just for fun the video that they've released so far is stunning I don't know if you've watched that one Pete yeah I did yeah yeah and, and that's you know I actually that's when I was listening to it when you sent it through I listened it through the video and I, I watched it uh, a few times through and I realized I kind of I hadn't taken the song in the videos that good. And it's it's from uh, Thomas Bruin from who's in USA Nails. So, you know, that's it's a piece of art on its own. So I had to kind of consciously um, <laughs> listen to, you know, switch off it, it, yeah. for my kind of, you know, with my podcast kind of um, head on. So, you know, all around, you know, all those inputs, you know, Working Men's Club, I thought brilliant, Silent Front, as you say. You got Wayne Adams, Jane Plotkin, uh, USA Nails, um, Human Worth. That's is this is nailed on to be good, and so it proves. Um, I, I I think I I had the same, you know, opinion on it in terms of the, the you know the musical elements as well. You know, I kind of thought it's got that aggravated, you know, full of like this snapping bite, uh, aggressive hardcore. But within it, there's I you know I I, I kind of thought like noise rock almost, you know, elements yeah, within there. Definitely. Um, and that's what makes it stand out. It's not just one or the other. It's you know it's a real mixture of the two, and you know it's just really good. Yeah, and I think um, the uh, the actual video um, sort of features a ballet dancer kind of split in half, um, dancing to music that you know ballet dancers are not used to kind of interpreting, and you know. It reminds me of, um, I mean, I'm a fall fan in my in my spare time. I'm a, I'm a fall fan. That's probably common knowledge with a lot of people. But they did a um, a ballet at uh, the Edinburgh Fringe in about 1981 or something. And they got um, ballet dancers to dance to their, their album, Curious Orange. And it, it reminds me of that. It's kind of this, like, finding a way to interpret completely alien music to a classical dance form is is no mean feat so yeah love love the whole concept and yeah i, I just love what human worth are doing i mean that the, i think they're giving 10 percent away to cancer research for this one um actually i think it's breast cancer uk which you know is amazing i think they've given to sort of homeless shelters and food kitchens and things in london before so 
um, everything you buy from them uh, does some good. So yeah, go and go and check this out. They're putting out on uh, beautiful vinyl as well. Very limited edition as usual. Brilliant. I mean, you can get this at uh, humanworth.bandcamp.com. Um, and I presume there's going to be an X'd out or crossed out Bandcamp as well. Um, so the song's called Bathe In It. See what you think. So that was the sound of Crossed Out there. Excellent stuff from Hewnworth Records in London. Uh, next, we're going to Brazil um, to hear a, a band called Acidemia. And this is just like a very dense, psychedelic, crazy uh, slab of um, sludgy goodness, I guess. Um, some people have called it Lysergic Laced Doom um, in the comments uh, on Bandcamp. And I think I'd be sort of tending to agree with that. Um, I mean, this is just overwhelming stuff isn't it pete mm. yeah it's probably the, i mean it's the most typical nine hertz type song that you know i've chosen this week or probably for quite a while it's what i what i think stood out for me is the fact 
it, it you know it is it, it's it's doom it's stone and it's sludge you know it's not any one of those things i mean they're all you know you know bad for little genres genres anyway but it, it's it's weighty with the sludge it's it's psychedelic uh, you know, and it's obviously jug and juice. You can see it from the, you know, from the band name and from the, the crazy artwork. The song title translates to acid mist. Um, you could just, you know, you just look at something sometimes and go, yeah, this is this is for me. And and so it is, you know, it's, it's I think the one thing for me that that kind of the heaviness that runs through it, it kind of weighs it down in that kind of flat, fine sludge tradition um, and allows kind of the doom and those stoner elements to kind of fly above, you know, and it, I just think it's, it's, it's just a great package. Yeah, it's very sort of pedal to the metal as well. There's not really any dynamics here. It, it kind of just goes for it um, for the full. I think it's, it's over an hour, this this record, and um, I listened to the whole thing. I was pretty overwhelmed. <laughs> I couldn't take much more <laughs> after. Um, but, yeah, it was, yeah, a thoroughly enjoyable um, experience. So, yeah, if you want to check out more of this, uh, you can go to acidemiaofficial.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the opening track. This is Navarro de Acido.
So that was the excellent Acidemia there uh, from Brazil. Uh, go and check that out. It's, it really is a, a very intense listen. Um, I mean, talking of intensity, um, I sort of just noticed this. I don't think it was much sort of fun for, for, for this one, but uh, Slamatics are back with a split seven inch. Um, haven't seen one of those for a while. Um, and uh, it's with a band called Yano Mamo. But um, yeah, I think this is um, one of the most exciting Slamatic songs for a while. It sounds like... Um, almost like the early stuff. I mean, I love that it is, split yeah. with Ungraven, but mm. um, this is great, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, it is from, it's a reworking of one of the older songs. From that me, makes as sense. You say there that. you go. Um, so Griefound was on Calciana, you know, and they've reworked it. And I've read somewhere they said, they're, you know, they've always been, had that kind of sci-fi theme to them in their artwork and, the, and you know, the songs. And, um, and what they said was like early on in their career, career whatever um they were a lot of that was kind of apocalyptic uh, sci-fi obsession and that kind of mellowed it was still sci-fi but that mellowed and they said they've kind of felt that in the you know in this last two years and, and the modern times with everything going on that kind of it felt appropriate to go back and, and rework it so it's funny you kind of picked that out without realizing because because it's true it's amazing isn't it i mean i've just mm. looked it's 14 years ago since <laughs> yeah yeah Cassiano, so wow that time yeah. flies it really does yeah really does. and the other i mean the other you know we, we we've we've played them so much we've you know the one of our favorite bands you know one of yeah definitely my top 10 bands you know <laughs> for whatever that is and it's just it's you know we always say it's they they have a signature sound a tone to them and it carries so much weight it's like the pressure of an ocean above you and that's all here and you know just the 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 best band you know the fact that you know this came out like you say fourteen years ago and they're still as impressive and appealing and you know important is is amazing. I just yeah. one one final thing as well. When when I saw the kind of song title and you know I've been listed both back to back, just you know just for comparison, I suddenly clicked something else about grief and which, and I checked it out and I suddenly clicked. It suddenly realized what it was was um, when the Nine Hertz forums were an active thing, um, which is you know so when we first launched Nine Hertz in the mid two thousands, we had a really active forum. People from this you know from this doom scene across the UK. And you know Northern Ireland and, and everywhere really. And one of Somatics was a uh, you know posted on the on under the name Greepound. So you know it's kind of bringing that you know it's kind of nostalgia for for no sake really. But yeah, it's just a nice kind of uh, tying that all together and and just you know it it, it sounds it did you know it's worth re-listening again and and reworked again because it you know it just people you know people got to realize this band have been brilliant all the way through. Yeah, and they have, you know, um, it, it's amazing they're still going after all this time. And I think they've kind of start in the last five or 10 years, they've definitely tried, well, they've definitely started to be recognized for what they are, which is one of the best bands in Europe and just very sort of solid back catalogue that you should definitely dip into if you've not before. Um, so, yeah, they look like they've only got about eight of these uh, seven inches left uh, on the Slamatics Bandcamp. So be quick. Uh, like we say, it's a reworking um, of the song Grief Hound. Uh, see what you think to this.
So that was uh, Nine Hertz Favourites, Slomatics there. Absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, so we're going to close with um, possibly uh, the most harrowing record I've heard this year. And uh, I think people are already calling it um, the album of the year in some circles. Um, and I can absolutely see why. This is Celestial Blues, the new album from King Woman. And um, yeah, this is just, like you say, like I said, it's got kind of like a, a Swans vibe to it. It's got um, this incredibly breathy, dramatic performance from uh, from Chris uh, Ensfordari. Yeah, I mean, this isn't the first record she sounded this intense, but this is possibly the best capturing of that kind of style that she's got. Um, and yeah, it's underpinned by this incredible band. I mean, the, the drummer's just on fire on this um and all the way through and i had to actually switch it off several times just to sort of catch my breath which is always a good sign for a record <laughs> um so pete i mean um it's an obvious pick isn't it really mm, it is it's really you know it's in, it's impressive and i think you, like you said you almost kind of allude to is you have to be in the right mood for it i think you know, because yeah. it is it's not kind of sunny music is it and um you have you know you you you're taken in with it you know you feel you could you have that sense that you can feel the personal scars that led to it led to its creation and that you kind of you pulled into that kind of narrative so um and it is it's a full emotional investment album you know that's how it's been created and that's how it is that's how you hear it you know musically it's described you know i've seen it's described as ethereal doom and you know and hints of shoegaze and you know that that's that's true to a point but there's so much more going on it just sounds individual and and that's its greatest appeal yeah it's just um very intense and i think that's the kind of the only real word you can use to describe this um you know that like you say there's lots going on it swirls it it sort of ebbs and flows and yeah the the record works as a, a towering hole so yeah I, th- I think um this this just bears listening to really so as we say the uh, album's called celestial blues and you can get this at kingwoman.bandcamp.com. It's also out on Relapse Record, and we're going to play the song Box. Lifting. 